Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the sixth of my interviews from the PJ Archive. It's with one of the most significant and successful all-female pop bands, The Go-Go's, which took place in Los Angeles in 1990 when they were rehearsing for the first of their reunions since the band split in 1985. They comprised Gina Shock, Kathy Valentine, Charlotte Caffey, Jane Weedlin and Belinda Carlisle. By then, both Jane and Belinda had experienced solo success, Belinda especially enjoying a string of international hits since 1987. I began this interview by asking the Go-Go's why they'd got back together. We don't know. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. Well, when we got back together just to do one show in March to raise money for an environmental charity, it was such an exciting experience to play together again, and the audience response is so incredible that when we came off stage, we all decided right away that we wanted to continue to work together. Do you, do you think you'd all been pining to get back together again all the time? No. No, not really. But it, it was just that, that when we actually did get back together, it, was, it felt so good and, and so comfortable and so like natural and normal to be to be in that situation and I mean I think everybody was surprised that it felt so great I, we were all very apprehensive about it you know initially and then and maybe that, that was one of the reasons why it felt good was because we'd gone on and, and knew that life goes on uh, maybe that's one of the things that yeah. contributed to it being fun again did it almost feel like you'd never been away from each other yeah, yeah it did Definitely. The Go-Go's, the chemistry between us, it's, it's a very, it's, it can be re- very volatile, you know, it's, 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 it's real intense, you know, and, and sometimes it works in a real positive way, and when it got negative, it, it, it worked real negatively as well. As you say, you were quite apprehensive about getting back together again. Is that because in some ways it could be seen as a sort of regressive step, you know, like we've done this before, should we really be getting back together again? Yeah. When I left the band, I know that I felt like, oh, I'm just going to move on, and, you know, the Go-Go's are part of my past, not part of my future. And that was just like this uh, conclusion that I came up with, and I stuck with that for like six years. And so when people started saying, well, why don't we get back together, it was kind of like, gee whiz, I don't know. I don't know. Go-Go's are history. (laughs) But now that we're together, actually, as soon as we started working together again, I realized that I I had missed it. I'd just been repressing all the feelings about the band, like the good feelings about the band, and dwelling more on the the negative aspects of of it. And I think now everybody's grown up so much and really come to appreciate what we had when we were together that it's like a whole new ballgame for us. Did you find then that you'd all changed quite a lot or were you actually much the same? on the Well, the good things are the same. Yeah. But a lot of the bad stuff is gone and everyone knows themselves a lot better. And now we know when, like, we're being bad and people kind of fess up to it and then it makes it a lot easier on everyone else instead of... Like really fighting to have your way, even when you know you're wrong. You've got a different policy now. I mean, you're obviously much, <laughs> down down much older, but a lot wiser from having been away from each other for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you now just you know how better how to get on with each other that much more, or how to work together that much better? Well, I think we can communicate and talk. You know, and we also talk about stuff that happened in the past. And, and you know, it's just I don't know. It kind of all seemed to, to heal. It just seems natural. You know, it's not even you know. Asta! Hi, baby. When you split up, was that a particularly hard thing to do? Or or had you really just had so much of each other? I think when Jane left the group in October of 84, it was the beginning of the end, but we hung on for a while 
trying to um, keep the band together, and we got a different person in, and and that it just didn't work. You know, we're we're all it works the way it is. So when it it, it wasn't easy when it broke up, but um, you know, it was for the best in hindsight. Things things turn out for the best, I think. Did you get withdrawal symptoms when when you were away from each other, or did you see quite a lot of each other when you when you weren't as a band? No, no, we didn't see Some each other. Did. Belinda and Charlotte saw each other a lot because you were helping Belinda. Yeah, worked with her, and Gina and I were friendly, and Gina and Jane were talking, and I would talk to Belinda every now and then. I don't know why I didn't talk to Jane. Because you didn't like her. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, through, you know, well, we'd all kind of know what everyone was doing. I mean, I knew all the stuff everyone was doing because I wanted to know. It was like my way of keeping in touch, even yeah. though I, we weren't talking to each other. Because yeah, I still had a very strong attachment to everybody. Yeah. Because uh, as Jane was saying, I mean, whatever you do, were to going to do anyway, people would always remind you of your days as go-go. Of course, yeah. I mean, it was mm -hmm. half out to that. Yeah. So that was going to make you reminisce anyway and think, well, Yeah. I know, at first it really bothered me that people would always say, Jane Whelan X go-go. Yeah. And now... Ew. Pasta? Now I just say, well, it's not, I'm not really an X go-go anymore, now I'm a go-go again. But, I mean, now I'm really proud of it, and I'm, I'm glad that people didn't really forget that I was a go-go now. But I, for a while there, it was like I was trying so desperately to cut out the, you know, my past from my present. I really think that, that our, that the Go-Go's, I think that we had a lot of impact. I think we really made a difference in, in music. I really do think that. And, and I was always really proud of, of what we contributed. And I think that it was only after we got, were gone that people started seeing that a little bit, you know, and I think we really did pave the way for, for other female groups to, to go on and, and, and do well, you know, I really do. I think when, when it was proven to the record companies that a female act could, you know... Could, could, could be a lucrative endeavor. Well, could be accepted, you know, and, and stuff. I think it really made them a lot more open to signing other bands. That reminds me of something. That in this country, there's this magazine called CMJ, the College Music Journal, and it's really like the Bible of alternative music, and they had this big thing on the, the most important album of the last 10 years, and they said it was Beauty and the Beat. Gosh. And, like, you know, to a lot of people, they go, oh, come on, it was, it was the just the go-go's. But, I mean, when, when that thing happened, it really, it just brought in a whole new era of music like different music than what was being played before and we were at right at the tail end of like there you know blondie and and uh, talking heads and the ramones and and the go-go's kind of came at the tail end of that you know our and so you know they like blondie helped open the doors for us i think but we helped you know we took like it a step further from from there every now and then you know bands are just in a really good Place, you know that they can do that. When you did all get together, were you aware, mm -hmm. that, very much aware, that you were pioneering? I know. In the early days, I kept thinking. You know, I just kept thinking something was happening, and we wouldn't give up no matter what. And there were we so many obstacles. I mean, it was like yeah. I haven't had a chance. Just so an enormous. You know, we were women. We, you know, had a band. Um, no one wanted to know anything. We got our, our, the door slammed in our face many times, and, la and just laughed at. You know, and it's like with that, I just we kept writing together, <laughs> kept getting better and better, and um, it was like I, I felt last night, um, Dad sitting me down one day and saying, "Jane, you got to give up this crazy dream of being in an all-girl rock band. It'll <laughs> never happen." 
you know, and that was like about a month before we got our record deal. And our record deal we got from the only people that wanted to even sign us. So even that was kind of like a last-ditch effort. And I don't think anybody anticipated that we could be big except us. We really thought we could. But remember we also said, we go, God, if we could just sell 100,000 records, wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> and it was really, I mean, that's how naive we were. But then, you know, what happened after that. But it was... Um, uh, we thought we were special because we just kept getting better and better through, through um, what we, all the kids were and plus, I guess people couldn't really know from uh, like from a record company perspective, but from our perspective, being on stage and watching every week the crowds get bigger and bigger and seeing a more diverse selection of people coming to those shows and stuff. I mean, we were we were getting seriously popular on um, you know our own level, but. You know, it seemed like any Dumbo could have been able to see that and wanted to sign us, but it was at a time when uh, women really were not being accepted in this business. Can you remind us of how you all met each other in the first place? Was it at the Palms, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Jane and Belinda, you guys knew each other first. Yeah. And uh, Margot, I think we all knew each other from the, the early punk scene in L.A., 1977. 76, and you guys saw me play in a band and wanted me to be in the Go-Go's yeah. and recruited me. And then Gina came fluent, like just like whipped into town. She drove from Baltimore with all her possessions <coughs> in the back of a truck. She came out to L.A. to seek fame and fortune. And that was just around the time when, when our drummer was quitting. And but, we snapped her up. And I remember you came in going, oh, I met this great drummer at this party. Oh, I met you guys at a party at Doug Martin's out, house. Um, Remember that? We fired our other bass player for not having a positive attitude. No, actually, she wasn't fired then. You guys, Charlotte came Can up to me in the bathroom at the whiskey, and Charlotte said, "Do you play bass?" And I lied and said I did. And then, and then she said, "Because we need someone to take our bass player's uh, place for." And when I heard the songs and met everyone, I knew I wanted to make myself indispensable <laughs> to them. <laughs> But Kathy had come out from Texas to see It's kind of all peril. It was real interesting. Better out than in, honey. Was there a point when you knew you were complete, as it were, as a band, and from then on? I would say that, for me, my, my, that New Year's Eve that Kathy played the first gig, mm -hmm. that I felt complete at that point, yeah. And we got our contract, record contract shortly after that. Yeah, April, four months later. April Fool's Day, 1980. You're talking about... One. The, the 80. 80. 80. Did you find that no, people's attitudes, once you'd broken through, mm -hmm. people's attitudes towards you, not just as, as, as a band, but as women generally, completely changed? No. You think it's still a prejudiced world? Yeah. Well, well, then, to women? Then it, then it, then it's, oh, yeah. then it was worse, was but it's still, worse. yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's still so bad. Yeah, it's still bad. So you don't really feel you've made any progress? No, we, we, women have made progress, but it's like, you know. Do you feel that you've helped? Yeah. Yeah, really. sure we have. No question. So but as far as music goes, I mean, we def there's no question. That look at the charts, like the top, you know, look at this in the top ten now. It's like tons We of weren't the first all-girl band, definitely, but no. we were the first one to go, to go to number one on the charts, that doing a record that we had... You know, written the written. songs ourselves, played the instruments ourselves, did the vocals ourselves. You know, we did it and all. And it was our concept. It wasn't a prefab put together idea. And yeah. so it's like it was, and that's that's what the main thing, the, the big difference is with us. I mean, there's been lots of girl bands before and after. What What were your other sort of intentions when you set out as a band? What did you have any ideas of what you wanted to achieve, or you just wanted to have? Just wanted to have a good time. <laughs> that's all I was after. It was a good time. 
I wanted to get really famous. Well, basically, was there a time <laughs> it just stopped being a good time, stopped being yeah. fun, and you just decided, right, this is it? Yeah. As the pressure mounted and, and the personal stuff <coughs> kept getting more out of hand, it was, you know, all that, that kind of combination, you just, you know, you just kind of like... What do you mean, the personal stuff? Drugs, drugs, and alcohol al- and drugs egos, and money. Drugs, ego, all those yeah. three things didn't help matters. Yeah, the typical boring. stuff, the typical the stuff. Things that break yeah, up the breakup bands. It's, it's, I think what was happening to to us was real overwhelming, and 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 some of us, t- you know, handled the stress and stuff in different ways. Everybody handled it in different ways. You know, and, and, in bad ways. Yeah. And it's like you know, it's just like dealing with with it. it was, it's a lot. I mean, it's it's. It's one thing to say, but it's like it does change your perception somewhat to, to like, one day, you know, things are just different, you know. So when you did decide to split up, what did yeah. you all decide to do? Did you think, like, we're all going to go on solo careers? Or? No, 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 no. I don't know. I'll speak personally. I, I had no idea what I was going to do, and I started working with Belinda because I didn't know, and I wanted, didn't want to just stop working. Not, you know, I was... I don't yeah, know. I that was a bad one to be stuck became, with. Became uh, Jane, like I said earlier, Jane had left the band, and we were trying to, to make it go on, but it didn't feel right for anybody. I was, me and Gina were more unwilling to let it go at the time that Belinda and Charlotte wanted to. That they, they, they felt that it really wasn't working out, and and for me, I just felt like you know we got to make it work out. We got to stick together, and it'll work out. Or let's take a break and then see if it works out. But they felt like they had to go on, and and so that's that's the way it, it pretty much came about. Gina, what about you? What did you want to do when it split up? When the band broke up, well, I didn't want it to break up at the time. You know, I like Kathy. I had the same idea that that we should probably take a break and come back, however long it takes, and see if it'll still work. Um, but then when we actually did break up, it was it was really bad. It was done in a really bad way. And then Kathy and I tried to put a band together, and we, you know, we both have different musical tastes, so it was sort of we decided that it wasn't the right thing to do. And then I, I went out and just started to put a band together and went, and, you know, to get a record deal and so forth. Linda, when you started having great success as a solo artist, did you kind of miss having them on stage with you, always looking around? Wondering where they were. I think I missed it from the very first tour I went out on, and I missed it on the last tour. Babe missed our shining little faces. Yeah, it's it's, it's completely different, um, and I've said this before, but it's it's easier being a being a part of the Go-Go's than it is being a solo artist. I remember once I read an interview that Belinda did, and I knew she was lying because <laughs> they, they said to her, they go, "Is it much different having?" Your, your band together as, as they go. And she goes, no, it's hardly different at all. It's just as much fun. And I thought, she's lying. Yeah, I probably I was lying. She... I mean, I, may, I might have tried to convince myself that that was true, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I certainly missed the She's our babe. She is our babe. Yeah. She's she, our babe. It's simple as that. I think it's highly complimentary that babe chooses to be in the Go-Go's when she is so successful on her own. I mean, I just, like, every time I think about it, I feel all warm and gushy inside. <laughs> There's ways to show that, Jane. No, I had flirting. I flirted with success. I never nailed it on the head. Do you feel you've almost missed out then? Do you feel you've almost, you're almost there? But you missed out there. Kind of, yeah. Huh? But you know, I really out. needed to get. Well, I mean, I don't know what the future holds, but I know I needed to get that thing out of my system of like singing my own songs because it was a really big issue for me that I wanted to sing my own songs. And now that I've done it, like I don't care at all about it. Like I realize it's 
really hard to be a lead singer. And like, I don't know if I could even cut it. And it just like didn't bring me. It was kind of like the grass is always greener thing. Like I thought, ooh, if only I was the lead singer. And then I did it. I was like, yeah, this is really hard work. I don't know. Oh, you know what the irony of the whole thing was is that when Jane quit, a big part, what she says, a big part why she quit is because she wanted to be a singer. And then like one of the things that like I, that impressed me the most or about Jane is that when we started talking or something, she said to me, you know, it's so funny because like when I quit, that's why I quit. And now I don't want to sing at all, you know. And I mean, everybody, you, you just have to, it is true. It's always greener on the other side. You always want what you can't have. And then when you get it, it's like. In contrast, I mean, I never knew I could sing, and in my present band, The Graces, we have like a real strong vocal. That's what the focus is, is the vocals. And I find it's like, I love doing it, but I can have best of both worlds. I can come here and play lead guitar and be with the girls and go off and do that thing and play rhythm. Yeah. You know, it's like, that that excites me. I like that, being able to do both, have different outlets. Singing's hard. What did you miss most about each other when you worked together? Camaraderie and the jokes, because even though I was sick and... We have such sick jokes in this band. We, we've cleared rooms before, and I'm sure we'll do it in the future. We we've mortify people. Cars. There's just a real we've offended, spirit. We've offended We're very offensive together. <laughs> there's a spirit between us as a, as a group that just, I don't know. It's just something, something it's like it really is chemistry when we're all in a room together. You know, I noticed that something just like ha starts Clicks. happening, and the energy level rises. It's, and, and it's 12, like, like, and I know, and I notice that I, I just, I, I turn on. It's like, okay, now you're a go go. Turn, you know, turn it on, turn it up. Oh, it's not up. And it's like, if you calm down a little bit, I've noticed this too. That it seems like somebody else takes on your share of the energy and seems to go like really hyper. Like if, if I calm down a little. I've noticed that someone else will go. <laughs> and you know what? By the end, like when we rehearse too, the funny thing is, by the end of rehearsals, we're all worked up into a frenzy. <laughs> and like we're out of our goddamn minds. We're all screaming and rolling on the floor and like screaming filth and doing like it's like it's hilarious. We should have a video camera for the end of each day of rehearsal because we're all so frazzled. We're like out of our goddamn minds. It's true. One day somebody will be, you know, like will be the the ringleader of of the insanity, and then the next day it'll be somebody else's turn. Kind of this way of being that you can't really be with anyone else. Like after after I've been at Google all day and I like go home to my husband, it's like, <laughs> and I like got to really like make myself like calm down and like be normal. Hi, honey. When, when I act the way when I when I act the way around other people that I act around oh. the Go Go's, people look at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> Do you know, like you were saying about your, your private life as a word, do you have very separate lives? You have a life as a go-go, each of you, and you have a life... Now we do, and before we didn't. That's that was one of the problems, I think, one of yeah. the unhealthy aspects of it, because we were just so melded together, and, you know, I mean, I know now, now we all have our separate lives and friends, and it's great. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I want to be really careful, because obviously... Um, my husband's really important to me, and the band's really important Nuh -uh, to me. No, ah, Jane. And I want to just make sure that one doesn't get out of control, because it would be easy for the Go-Go's to be like the, an all-consuming thing again because of that weird energy. I think I we all have a lot more balance in our lives, though. I really do. I mean, I know I strive for that, and I think that everyone, I just just being around everyone, I feel that. You know? And I agree with Jane. I, I'd hate to lose the sense of what little sense I have of who I am no, anyway. <laughs> Two of you are married, is that right? Two married. Do you think it's significant that the two really went storm the house solo artists? Forged ahead. I don't think it has, I, no, I, my kids, no. it has nothing to do with it. I don't think it's it no. either. Me too. Me three. It's just that two of us, you know, found Mr. 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 Wright. Wright. The other three of us are still looking. Oh. 
Maybe we're not looking. As, as in, and like you know, like I don't think there's any correlation at all. I mean, it's like as for musical stuff. I mean, it's taken me years to find out what I want to do and what I'm comfortable with musically. And it's only now that I feel, you know, like I know who I am outside the Go Go's as a person, yes, and as a musician, and as a, as a writer, and everything. I was saying about how you probably missed each other when you were away, but is it a bit like being away from a loved one when you only think of the the good times you have rather than the bad times? No, because when I was away from the band for the six years, all I thought about was the bad times. It was really pathetic. I didn't. I always used to think of the good times. Well, I see, thought of the good and the bad. I always yeah, thought of the good times. I couldn't remember. I thought say you thought of the good ones, Jane. I thought of the good and smiled and thought of the bad and wept. <laughs> I thought of both. But no, but as soon as we had our first dinner together and everyone started bringing up this stuff that I completely had forgotten about. I mean, completely. And all of a sudden I was cracking up and I don't know, now I can't even remember the bad times. I mean, I really had to try hard now to remember the bad times. I'll refresh your memory after the interview. <laughs> Well, as, far, as far as I can gather, the thing that got you back together was this environmental concert, basically. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. That, had you always been into environmental issues, all of you? Or is it, I know Belinda's been having into that. Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, you know, I've really uh, yeah. been aware of it in the past, past three or four years. I guess it's... Remember when um, we did that concert at Three Mile Island? Three Mile Island, that's right. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did that when we were in the go That was about ten years ago. Yeah, we raised all the money, yeah. That's ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. And and some of us did um, voting spots before for MTV. Yeah. yeah. So I think that everybody's um, been involved separately, you know, definitely you, in environmental as you get issues. Older, maybe you get you become less self-obsessed with your little petty problems and you think more about bigger world issues. And I think that's happened with everyone individually. Yeah. And everybody gets you know as you get as you grow older t as you grow older, <laughs> you get you you become uh, you get more experience and 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 by doing that hopefully you know it, it helps you shape and form form your opinions in in, in a good way uh, so that you want to help out with bigger issues. Like. Do you think you're actually stronger friends now than you were before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, any any people, any group of people that can weather what we've weathered, and the five years apart come back and just like, you know, I mean, this is like, written in the stars. Yeah, and not many people get that opportunity. Proof, in, no. proof is in the pudding. <laughs> proof is in the pudding. Who? Chief Dixon. No, she's like a hundred years old. She's still alive. She's like this old. She the hip hypnotist. Oh, that was she's the one that does all the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah right. Are you are you spending a lot more time with each other now? Maybe outside. Every day, no. Well, well, right now we don't seem to have any time besides work. Yeah. I mean, we've been working like all day, almost every day, so it is pretty constant. And do you live near each other or not? Or no. We live in the L.A. area. We cover the L.A. basin. Because that's basically what your sound is all about. Would you agree with that? I mean, you're basically Los Angeles definitely has that California yeah. influence, mm -hmm. that sort of melodic harmony. Good times. Thing. Twangy. <laughs> kind of fresh taste. Twangy. Oriented thing. Proof's in the pudding, babe. In England, it hasn't, you haven't had quite the same impact. Do you think you haven't spent enough time concentrating on that area? Or no, we, we never did good. I, I think also, I mean, we never did well there. We just well it, was, there. it was the wrong time for us. I think if it had been time of the Bangles, we would have probably, you know, Our records done really came well. out at the height of anti-Americanism in England. I mean, I remember going to England, people just say, oh, I hate 
Yankees, you know, tea bags. They, they used to spit at us and throw oh, stuff. No, no. Yeah, when we first, yeah, when we we did a tour, because we did a tour, we opened for Madness and we opened for the specials, and we used to come off stage and cry because we get we get glasses. She'd come off with completely spit, spit all over her whole face, all over everything, and we just come off cry, you know, crying. And then the guys in Madness would come over and say, "Don't let them get to you. We'll go out there and talk to the audience." We used to get so them to sad. come out and introduce us because we were so worried Scared. about what was going to happen. You don't think that was chauvinism as much as anything else? I mean, well, I'm sure yeah, that was partly. Part part they didn't exactly have the most intellectual crowd going to see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of skinheads. No, we no, love England. Are you kidding? Now. I'm married to a Brit. Right, <laughs> my husband's. My husband's. Well. Oh, come on, lie and make something up. I think it was frustrating for us having worked so hard and really, you know, going over there many times, touring and, and um, you know, we've opened for the police. Did we do, we didn't do like, English dates for that? No, we, were no, we did our own English dates. It was a bitter pill to swallow that we were so big in America and so small. The thing is, places. though, we did, each gig we played in England was a bigger gig, so we yeah. were little by little growing. I just think, I think that our record company there, which really has a lot to do with it, you know, they really have to be behind you, and I don't think they quite knew what to do no, with us there. It was a little before, before the time, you know. We, but we definitely moved up. We played bigger venues each time we went there. Yeah, we went for, from playing to like 10 people Ding to 15, then to 30, then to 45. What was that little place in Islington that we played? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. It like 30 yeah. people or yeah. something. Well, just. We've got, apparently we've got a wrap up, which is a great shame, but um, what are your plans? Are we actually intending to stay together forever now, or what is it? I think that, we, that the Go-Go's could be in our future. I don't think it's going to be the entire future of anybody in the band. But, but I, think I don't think won't. anybody's opposed to, you know... We have all open minds, and we're just taking it each like thing that comes up, you know. Who's right this? now it's the tour we're concentrating. Right, so the tour is just for America, or are you going to go... Just for America, just for the States. Really, why is that I'm going to tweak your we didn't, we didn't do well in England. I mean, right. you know, I don't even think the, the, the record's going to be released there. Really? I yeah, thought it was worldwide. No, no it's uh, not. It's not. It's not. Domestic, just no. Oh. We wish, wish we could play yeah, uh, London. Love I love to. London. It's my favorite. Goodbye. Following that interview with all the Go-Go's together, I then got a bit of time to talk to their lead singer, Belinda Carlisle, on her own. You're back as a go-go, but obviously that's not the end of your solo career. I mean... No, not at all. I mean, I, I think it's possible to balance the two. But, you know, I'm, I'm going into the studio in January with my solo record. Uh, I'm not making any plans as far as this goes. I mean, it's, it's definitely in the cards, but we'll have to see about the schedule. Do you feel almost guilty that you've really powered ahead of the other girls in the group? Or Well, sometimes I do feel kind of funny about it. And, you know, I've, I've, but um, I've had to get used... Well, I, I've finally gotten used to the fact that, that they are very supportive. I mean, at first they might have been very resentful, um, you know, a couple of years ago when we weren't really talking to each other and didn't really iron out the differences but they're very very supportive of me now and they've been great as far as me having to go to London next week and and do work and they, they you know everybody knows that I knows that I have my own thing too and and uh, they're, they're they're great about it you must feel very satisfied and very secure that you've got two careers you could almost fall yeah, back it's, on either. it's great it's it's um sort of reassuring I mean in, in a way I think the go-go's there's a go-go's I mean not so much in England but in this country the Go-Go's are bigger now than they were when, when we were, um, you know, well, back in 84 and, and 81 and all that. And for some reason, I can't really figure that out, but I, it's, it's, it's reassuring to know that, you know, we, not- we can go on tour and, and uh, 
I can do this and that. And, and like I said earlier, in some ways, this is more fun and, and uh, more satisfying for me than my own. How do you view your future, though? I mean, how are you, are you saying you're going to continue to balance this off as much as you can? Or? Well, if this works out, um, I think it's possible to balance, you know, most of the career and, and being a part of a band. Phil Collins does it, Stevie Nicks does it, a lot of people do it. So um, you say if this works out, are you almost quite cynical because you've had problems in the past? No, I'm, I'm not cynical at all. I just don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to just say it's, everything's going to be well. It's, say that there's going to be a record or another tour after this because I think all of us are, are well. I think all of us are being very careful about you know just taking one step at a time, really, and and just you know staying in the moment and going through this and you know after this whole tour, let's see what's what's next and and if there. are are possibilities to work together again. I'm sure there are, but I just don't want to, you know, say it right now. I really don't. Not that I'm being coy or anything. I just um, don't really know what, what that's going to be. Now, your record, Heaven is a Place on Earth, is the one that really everybody associates you with. Mm-hmm. Is that? Do you feel that is the big rock steady of your whole career? That it, well, it's it certainly the biggest hit that I've right. had so far. Everybody knows, seems to know that song. Mm. Are you very fond of it as a result? Oh, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great song. What about the new... You've got a new album out and a, and a well, new single. Well, actually, the, the, the album's an old album. It's, it's from last year, but um, they just released a, a single about three or four weeks ago with not really any... Um, n- no hope, really. I mean, it was just, you know, four single released off of an album. Didn't really expect it to take off, and suddenly it's taken off, so it's a surprise to everybody. Uh, didn't You know, these kind of things don't happen too often. Mm. Tell us about the single then. It's called The Same Thing. It's sort of, um, I guess in some ways it's really similar to Heaven. It's, it's you know, real big uh, production. Sort of, you know, a real sing-along. It's, it's very catchy. I think of all the songs that I've put out since Heaven, it's probably the most similar. Have you got any more singles coming out from that album or is there another album in the pipeline? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I start in January with um, my next record with um, Don Was is doing some cuts and Rick Knowles who did my past two yeah. records is doing some cuts and I'm meeting with a few other producers I'm going to have three or four producers on this record mm. what about other plans for touring and stuff like that you're obviously touring with the Go-Go's now well I just got off um, my, my tour for right. the US right. so um, I mean you know it's it's yeah I mean inevitably I'll, I'll be on tour with my own thing again but that won't be probably until 92 <laughs> when are you going to take a break I mean you must be sorely in need of a break well I took a couple of weeks off in in um in September, but I'm definitely going to be needing some time off after this tour. Probably take a month off. Mm, what do you think you will do? You go off somewhere with your husband and so Well, we always go off, you know, we're usually in France, but um, I think we might go, I don't know, we're, we're looking for somewhere tropical this year, so, mm. so I'm, I'm definitely going to need a break. I, I feel kind of, um, you know, I'm burning the candle at both ends, mm. definitely. What sort of a life do you lead away from the rock business? I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty quiet, and I say to myself, we're not really a party-type couple at all. I, I, I think we're pretty un-Hollywood. There's just, you know, this is my job, this is what I do, and I don't think it carries on, carries into my personal life at all. Do you find it difficult, because you're in the business, keeping it all together? And I think you can, if, if you want to. And yeah. um, we certainly have, as a couple, for the past five years, kept it together and kept our our private life very separated from what we do, what we have as our careers. Because Morgan is, is, you know, he's he's not in the public eye as much as I am, but he certainly is. And, you know, and people, I guess, sort of think of us as a Hollywood-type couple, but we really, really aren't at all. You know, our, our lifestyle is not 
that of a Hollywood couple. Are children in the offing at all? Do you think, or would I that? I mean, eventually, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I go off of it on and on, you know, on. I like the idea every other day. Today mm. I don't. Yesterday I did. Mm. So it's, you know, it's definitely in the cards. I don't, you know, I don't know how. I, I want to wait for a bit. I'm 32. I, it's, you know, it's possible to wait another five years or so. I'd like, ideally, I'd like to wait. It doesn't sound like you'd have any time. Well, right now I don't, but I mean, if it happened tomorrow, I'd certainly make time for it. What about, then, just general hopes for the future, and, and as professionally and personally, what are they? Well, I mean, hopes for the future, I think that um, what I'm doing right now for my own career is, is I'm much more involved in the songwriting and the production of it all, so I'm, um, you know, I, ideally I would like to have four co-written songs on my next record, and I think that's a, definitely a possibility. And as far as personally, um, you know, I, I just... You know, want my family and friends to be healthy and happy as for myself. I don't really have, I mean, I've achieved all the goals that I wanted to achieve. And it's kind of, I'm trying to think of new goals because it's kind of sad not to have a real, you know, a, a new goal to work towards. I've, I've always had goals, but I've always gotten what I've wanted. And it's, it, I've been very, very blessed and very lucky. You certainly have. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Great.